eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we said we do this 501 Football Monday, the final Football Monday of the 2023. Hey, Zoo, nice. Flegelman, nice. Eddie, I'm sure you're still handsome. Across from me, about 2,200 miles away, he looks like he is ready to rock. His name is God, Al I hate everything. McCall. I know you do. Al McCall Dukes. What's up, man? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Is Welcome. It is it, though? Uh, it's pretty good. Well, I'm here, Jerry, and you know what that means. I'm just a few hours away from being back in New Jersey, my home. I've uh, made a commitment to myself. I will not leave my house again other than going to work. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to... I would say you're eight hours away from that, right? Maybe yeah. nine hours? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go to the supermarket, and I'm going to we'll have to walk my dog and then go to dinner occasionally, but other than that, I'm out. Uh, what happened to the podcast we did two weeks ago where you talked about living and experiencing things? Yeah. You're I've out. lived, Jerry. It's, it's overrated. <laughs> it's done. It's not so... Yeah. Before you get into all the things you hated from last night, because I'm sure there were plenty, I do have a couple of questions for you all right. um, about the experience. Number one, I have never been to a Super Bowl live. I don't ever anticipate being to one live. Yesterday would have probably been my best chance, but I couldn't do it. I'm curious, were you mm, were you lost on certain things that happened? Like when, yeah. when Dre Greenlaw tears his Achilles, at what point do you guys realize that in the crowd? This morning when I read the uh, newspapers. Really? No idea. I had no idea that dude got hurt. I had no idea Travis Kelsey was screaming at Andy Reid. That was my next question with the whole Reid-Kelsey no thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a weird... Uh, football in person is so it's strange. Awful. It's awful. The It is so slow because of the constant breaks. Yeah. And it just, because like at home, you, there's a break, you get up, you take a leak, you get up, you get a snack, you get a little water, you get a beer. Here, it's like, I'm not getting up to go every time there's a break. And then it actually, you get snapped into it and you go, oh, there's a play. Yeah. All right, now where are the Chiefs again? Like if no, you're watching the Jumbotron, they're showing people in the crowd. You know, you, you are so detached that there's an actual football game going on. It's very strange. And you also have had the worst game to go to in terms of that because there are more breaks in the Super Bowl than there are in a regular game. They, right. I mean, they, anything happens. Oh, let's go to break. Let's go to break. Yes. 
Um, so I even at home now entertained by the commercials to a certain degree, but I will tell you, I and maybe I'll do this with the guys in the podcast later. I only wrote down like five interesting commercials. Even that wasn't very entertaining. And the game, if you love field goals, this was your game. <laughs> this, yeah, this was great. <laughs> the first half of this game, this is starting. I was like thinking, like this is gonna be like the NBA is where you ha- where you watch the last quarter. Because like a ten, what was it? Ten three at ten three at halftime. Yeah, yep. Boring. It, it was, was just boring. boring. Even the third quarter wasn't great. Yes, it really. It's like it's always, yeah. always the fourth quarter when we want to go to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. The 49ers had opportunities to win this game. That vaunted defense of theirs let them down not once, twice. They could have won this game on two different occasions, and they couldn't get off the field. Yeah. So where I was sitting, Jerry, I was uh, up a bit where I could see the entire. Crowd. Sure. I mean, the entire field. Yeah. By the way, that stadium has, as far as seating goes, I legitimately agree with people that say there's not a bad seat in the house. Okay, we were not. Uh, we were uh, in the upper level, mm-hmm. but I had a clear view of the entire field, and it is cool. You do get to see, and the crowd does get to see plays developing, so you understand how like Romo's calling out these plays. Of course, because rando guy sitting behind me is. You know, it was like, oh, that guy's wide open. If Mahomes sees him, that's a easy touchdown. You don't see that on TV. Right. You, you, you know, only or, see what's in the, in the camera shot. Yeah, or even like the trick play that the Niners had where the where um, mm-hmm. the, the wide receiver threw back to McCaffrey. Yeah. You see that People develop. up where we were, they knew McCaffrey had a clear shot to the end zone. Yeah. Like, and I don't think you get that on TV. Yeah, no, you well, you don't unless they show you the overhead, which is why that, what's it called, that all 22, that video that you get with the NFL Plus become so yeah. popular for a lot of people. Yeah, we had an old 22 view, and it was pretty cool. You were able to uh, see all that. It was weird because um, the crowd was so... I went in probably rooting for the Niners because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like the Brock Purdy situation. I love John Lynch, who was my favorite NFL player of all time. I was like, I'm going to root for the Niners. The crowd, Jerry, was so pro-Niners. Really? Overwhelmingly, well, like listen, I know they travel well, but I thought the Chief fans traveled well too. Yeah. The the booze on the introduction of the Chief. Mm. So then, at that point, I was like, hmm, I kind of like to see Mahomes stab these people in the heart. <laughs> well, they did <laughs> <laughs> because they were getting very loud. The Niners fans. Yeah, sure. I was like, mm, part of me wants Mahomes just to come back and just <laughs> go right down the field and smack them in the face because when you felt like that game. And in the crowd, too, that the Niners had that game. And I look up, and it's 10-3. So it's like this is still anybody's game. They blew it in a couple of occasions because up 10 nothing, they were really at halftime. They're dominating the game. Here's where they blew it in my opinion, at least in my mind. Forget overtime and all that. Uh, you can make the case. Don't take the ball. Take the ball, whatever. But I think two things. Mahomes comes out, it's 10-3 in the third quarter. He gets picked off on the second play, and the Niners go three and out and do nothing with that. And then when the ball hits, I don't know if, even know if you're aware what you saw, what the replay showed, but then the punt where the Chiefs score a few plays later, you know, the ball hits the guy in the foot, which is why McLeod dives after it, and then he loses it. Like, those two plays, if the Niners score after the interception – and if the Niners don't screw up that punt, I mean, you're talking the difference of what could be 14 points. Yeah, and, that's actually where I was going before, where I lost track of my, with the all 22 view. Okay. So in watching that prior to the muffed punt, I couldn't believe that this Ray Ray McLeod, he was fair catching everything 
There was no one near him. He's right. fair catch. I was like, wow, this guy really does not want to screw up the Super Bowl. So then on the muffed punt in the stadium, I had no idea that hit somebody's foot. I still don't until you just told me, until I read the uh, the details. Oh, okay. And so I didn't know that was a muffed punt by that by the hitting the the other player. I thought this guy's going to go after this ball now while it's mm. bouncing and he's fair catching everything else prior to that. No, he actually was waving everybody off because yeah. it was the punt was short and then I tell you what, heck of a attempt by him to even acknowledge and notice the fact that it hit his cuz even on yes. TV Nance wasn't sure, Romo were they weren't sure like why he dove after the ball and I think it was Romo that said did it hit his did it hit a player? And then the next replay showed hit the player right in the foot, and he was heads up. What are you hoping for? A muff, muff. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so, and then the Chiefs score off that. And to me, like those two plays, take whatever you want about overtime. That to me was those two plays were the why the why the uh, the Chiefs won and the Niners lost the game. Yeah, Jerry, I was all pumped up for this. Who was it? Juan Jennings was the wide receiver. Juwan uh, Jennings, yeah. Juwan Jennings. Yeah, I think he would have been the MVP, by the way. Oh, I know. That's what I was hoping for, like a cool MVP. Yep, I agree. Would have been. Would have been. That would have been an awesome one. Dude threw a touchdown pass. Mm -hmm. Then even the one he caught, he fought his way into the end zone, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Extra effort. Yeah. break, too. I know. Hi, Eddie. I was talking about, Jerry. Exactly. Whatever you want to do. Eddie's still talking. Hi, Eddie. Might want to turn your mic off. Oh, Eddie, they, they're hearing you having this oh, conversation. Loud and clear. Loud and oh, clear. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's funny, too, be, uh, Jerry, before when Eddie talked on the, mic, on the microphone with the mic on, you didn't hear him. No, I just so heard we got him a weird right situ- there. We got some weird, wild stuff. Let me Apologies. Ask, uh, that's all right. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you get it? Did you stay for the whole game, and did you oh, get yeah. any sleep at all? No sleep, Jerry. No sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> but we got more sleep than Boomer. I'm sure Boomer is on no sleep. He how could he be? He by yeah. he was, and I'm not saying this because he's next to us. Mm-hmm. He was very sharp on the NFL today. Ooh, and I don't like, think he even hears you, Jerry. Let me repeat that. Uh, Boomer Jerry says you were very sharp on the NFL today. Thought he was good, and because there were guys that had their issues, I would say mm-hmm. not him. Is that right? I thought Boomer was Boomer not, was sharp. I thought he was spot on, actually. Yeah, yeah. and I I love the fan. I, I can I have the timestamp too, and I know it didn't um, turn out this way. Okay, but literally a half hour after I bet Isaiah Pacheco to be the MVP, there's Boomer, my guy on the NFL today, saying. <laughs> You know, I like Isaiah Pacheco to be the MVP. I'm like, yes, that didn't happen. Yeah, I felt like they just handed the MVP to Patrick Mahomes. Ah, he's the quarterback, <laughs> give it to him. No one else is really standing out. Well, I mean, listen, he did scramble a few times for big first downs. He did have the game-winning touchdown pass, but you're not wrong. I mean, well, who else would you have given it to? I was going to give it to that uh, Juwan Jennings. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And then Uh, they lost. Ball. Well, you they hit the wrong team, right? That's right, so. that's and there therein lies the problem, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> The Why not give it to McCole Hardman? He caught the ball for the touchdown. You, you could have done that. You absolutely could have done that. But that's, give me not, something that's different. not sexy enough. That, that, they it don't isn't. do that. I know. It's not sexy enough, Jerry. They love a sexy pick. They, they do love a sexy. They like taking the quarterback. Yeah. Now, the other thing we didn't really see being in the stadium, how soon did you know that uh, 
Travis Kelsey was screaming uh, to Andy Reid. Immediately. And it was interesting because Romo and Nancy, who I thought were real, I thought Romo was as good yesterday as he's been all season. Um, he oh, really, was that right? Yeah, he was good. Nance was very good too, but I thought he missed a, I don't know where their seats were, like where they were calling the game from. He was yeah. off on the yardages all game long by like a yard or two. But for the most part, I thought they were very good. In that instance, they were like mid-sentence, and then the replay comes on, and it shows Kelsey basically, you know, knock into uh, Andy Reid, almost knock him over. And it was, again, I can't, it's like I'm sucking up to Boomer, but Boomer was the only one that pointed out, like, you can't do that, and he did it at halftime. Nance and Romo kind of glanced over it. They did say, ooh, ah, yeah, that's, that's not a good look, and then they got back to their point. And that was like, that was it. And then even at halftime, you know, Boomer's like, you, you can't do that. And Nate comes on. And he's like, ah, it's not that big a deal. Like, not that big a deal. He almost knocked over his coach. So, I, you know, they, they handle it. They showed it. They showed it again at halftime. But it wasn't like it was that big a deal uh, at the moment. Yeah, they showed uh, Taylor Swift one time, one or two times oh. only in the stadium. And the one time she went to chug a beer and they cut away. I got to tell you something. What so, are we doing, Jerry? It's okay. First of all, we only saw Taylor Swift one time in the first half. Is that right? Well, there was nothing going on. I don't think they could find her. No, they could find her. All right. They had a camera right on her the whole time. Then in the second half, it got to be a little nauseating, specifically not because they're showing her. I mean, I can't take her and the three friends jumping up and down in a in a, in a, in a circle. I, come on, man. I just That was a bit much, but it was fine. You know, we knew it was coming if they won. They won, and so we saw a lot of her. Yeah. Then uh, one of the other cool things being in the stadium, Jerry, during the uh, million commercial breaks, they they would show like (laughs) celebrities in the crowd. And uh, first they go to Leonardo DiCaprio, who put his head down and was acting like he was some cool badass, you know, like I'm too cool for this. Right. Then they click to Jeff Goldblum, who was so excited to be on on the Jumbotron. Mm -hmm. He was up, Jerry. He was dancing. Like, he was so into it. I was so happy to see a guy who was happy to be a celebrity. Well, he also had a bunch of commercials, too. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. He, um, they reprised his role from Independence Day to a certain extent where he was talking to aliens about, I think it was apartments.com, if I remember correctly. Um, so, and that commercial ran twice, I think. And then he was in another one, too. So he had a pretty big role in the uh, in the commercial breaks too but he's yep. he's one of those guys where he's not like an a-lister but everyone knows who he is yeah he's been around forever did they show mccartney yes they did show paul mccartney how about jay-z and beyonce yep jay-z yeah. and beyonce we saw them jerry I it was a whole thing no and there I were a couple some... people that they had to tell you who they were like bad bunny yeah, I, w- I have heard of him. I you don't know, know Bad that- Bunny. No, I wouldn't know who that is. Me neither. I would not. Travis know. Scott. And then I saw they put the, what's funny too is like who they highlighted w- by name and then didn't highlight who was sitting right next to him, which was funny. <laughs> so they had, uh, they had Travis Scott, who's a rapper. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, James Harden was right next to him or right below him. No reference to James Harden. Really? And then they did, this was my favorite one. They showed Kelly Clarkson right next to her was that tool, Jimmy Kimmel. They didn't say who he was. Great. Interesting. So great, Jimmy. Yeah. That, no, I, well, the Harden one's interesting because he's about, I mean, as well known in sports circles as they come. Yes. And he and, had the big beard, Jerry. I had the, right. The beard, as they say. By the say. way, Carrot Top might be the most disturbing looking human being on the planet Earth. That's I mean, the whole Earth, Jerry. In the commercial that he was in, he didn't look so bad, but you saw him like live in person. He is bizarre. Yeah, yeah he's just a bizarre, uh, 
you know, at one point he was roiding out. Now he's got 1,900 facelifts. He's got junk. He looks like he looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneer logo, the old one. <laughs> Bucko Bruce, they call him. Yes. <laughs> the flamboyant pirate, Jerry. Mm-hmm. That's what he looks like. I, I, I understand. <laughs> he looks like a flamboyant pirate. The guy's run. By the way, I've heard him interviewed many times. Seems like a nice fella. I'm sure he's carrot top. Hey, he's living everyone in likes, Vegas. Yeah, and everyone likes to bust his chops, but he is living you know it up, what? Jerry. He can he's laugh a, all the way to the bank. He is a billionaire. Uh, he is doing just fine. What was the uh, what was the walk back like to the hotel, or did you get a car? Well, we got a car, but the, to try to get to the car, Jerry was. My, I was melting down. I, <laughs> I go into meltdown. My body can't handle certain amount of anxiety. Yes, and I've had it all week this week, so I was almost in full meltdown mode. So, and Jerry Al is a, such a fast walker. Oh, I me and G almost pulled <laughs> hamstrings trying to keep up with him. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. had to. I know. That. Oh my, yeah. So, so you actually you wound up walking back then because you couldn't get to no. the car. Oh, you did get we, a car. We, we walked to the car. Oh, you found. Luckily, it. Okay. a very nice gentleman working at the Luxor or something walked us all the way to where our car was supposed. I don't know what when we all tipped. Yeah, if, if not for him, yeah, we'd still be out. And each <laughs> each one of us cheapskates handed him twenty bucks. No, I gave him a hundy. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, good he for saved, you. He saved oh, he, my life. He, he's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to tell you, Al. When I took the car to the uh, to the airport Friday, yeah. I passed your hotel and the stadium and yeah. realized, well, that's not close. Yeah, I had a guardian angel last night, Jerry. <laughs> Someone saved my life tonight, Sugar Bear. <laughs> Sugar Bear. Yes. Now I know he probably helped us only because Gina was initially, but she was with three dudes, and he still helped us, Jerry. He walked us from one hotel across major highways to this giant parking lot where people really i mean what a hero this guy is how about that that's why you give him 100 bucks yeah and nope. like he had no reason to do it no reason. didn't know who we are he just saw that the distress mm-hmm. and helped us out sometimes hence, angels don't wear wings or something hence why you gave him 100 bucks and the other two <laughs> yes. guys gave him 20 apiece that's not yeah. a bad night oh it's pretty that good. Guy, he probably was running around for other people thinking, oh, these guys gave me a nice little score. That's right. And then yeah. the next people gave him $15. I don't think I ever tipped anybody $100. Now, you were really out of it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that guy did a great job. I totally understand. All right, we got to take a break. We'll right, come Jerry. back. You want to hear Tony Romo singing Adele? Uh, all right, I suppose. <laughs> it, it's, it's awkward. So we'll play that on the other side. And then Al's got a whole lot more from Vegas where he's got the countdown clock going on his way home in about four or five hours from now.